Tanner. I'm a flutist and a mindset coach, really life and mindset coach. I deal with the lives of musicians and I coach them on their mindset, all about it. And today is part two of a four-part series all about imposter syndrome. Now, I re-released an episode last week that was all about really kind of an overview of how I see imposter syndrome as a mindset coach and how maybe you can recognize it in yourself. And I wanted to break this down for you and give you some tools to take away and to practice yourself Um, just so if you are struggling with this, you can maybe get a little bit better handle on it or maybe feel a little bit more empowered, um, to take action and to help yourself. So first I want to define imposter syndrome once again, in case you haven't heard the last episode, it's basically feeling like a fraudulent, right? Or like an imposter, in your own life. So let's say you're at a school or a job or um, somewhere where you're doing a job but you don't feel like you deserve to be or you feel like someone's going to find you out or you feel like a fraud. And the most important thing that I like to remember when I'm a coach, of course, this is kind of the fundamental thing And it's something I've covered on here a lot, but I think it's really important as a foundational step to understanding your own mind, which is that your thoughts create your emotions. I like to think of them as like two sides to one coin. So your thought and feeling or thought and emotion combo is sort of like the energy that you bring to any given thing, right? So for example, if you think oh my gosh, I can't wait to go to this concert, and you feel excited, that thought makes you feel excited, then that's the energy you're going to bring. If you're thinking, ugh, I don't really want to go, and you're feeling apathetic or disinterested, that is the energy you're going to bring to the concert, right? So this is just the fundamental way that humans operate, right? Our brain has some sort of activation and our body has also a reaction. Um, These things, of course, it's not always so black and white. You can have subconscious thoughts or just, you know, reactions or trauma responses to things that create emotions too. There, it isn't totally just this simple all the time, but I think that this can be helpful when you're trying to unravel some sort of like imposter syndrome knot that has formed. I always think about this as sort of getting to know my brain by like taking it and unraveling it piece by piece so I can use it as information to take better care of myself. So we're following this framework, right? Thoughts create our feelings, even if they're subconscious right? So that means they're not sentences in your mind that you say to yourself. It's not necessarily a dialogue. Um, But I think it's important that even if you're just feeling bad or you're feeling inadequate or insecure or fraudulent, it's good to ask yourself about it. 
right? So if you're feeling fraudulent and inadequate and insecure and undeserving or unworthy, these are a lot of things that go into feeling like an imposter, right? So when you're feeling these things, or if you can put yourself back in that space when you did feel those things, ask yourself, why do you feel this way? Why do you feel inadequate? Why do you feel insecure? Why do you feel like a fraud? Why do you feel undeserving? And if your brain says, I don't know, I just do. What if you did know? Really ask it. And even if the first thing it comes up with is something you don't totally agree with, it's still in there. It's still in your brain. It came from your brain. So write it down. So I want you to pause for a second. If you struggle with imposter syndrome, I want you to ask yourself this question right now. Why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like an imposter? You can pause this podcast. If you're somewhere where you can write this down, I highly suggest it. Pause right now. If you're driving or doing something else and you don't want to do it fully right now, just think about the sentence you just said in your mind. The sentence you just thought is one of the thoughts responsible for how you're feeling. This thought is likely an opinion of yourself and your ability. It could be something like, I don't, just don't deserve to be here. I'm not good enough. They're gonna figure out I'm not good enough to be here because I haven't worked hard enough. I haven't done enough things. I don't know what I'm doing. Right? You can write all of those thoughts down, and I suggest that you do. And if any of those thoughts sound familiar, I totally get it. I've had them myself. <laughs> um, but I want to really impress upon everyone listening to this podcast that your thoughts are not automatically true just because they create an emotional reaction for you, right? So if you think I'm not good enough and you feel that and you really believe that, a lot of times we make the fact that that made us feel something mean that it's true, like it feels true, right? I feel like I've heard so many people say that, like, oh, it just feels so true. It's like, yeah, of course. If you've thought it a lot of times, if someone told you that, that you respect, maybe a teacher, maybe a mentor, maybe they were trying to motivate you, who knows, right? But maybe this just had a lasting impact on you, or you've just said it to yourself a bunch of times to motivate yourself, like you've used negative motivation a lot. Maybe that's where it came from too. But every thought that's ever been thought is just made up, right? So if you haven't listened to my podcast episode called everything's made up and the points don't matter i think it's a really important concept because i'm not good enough or i don't deserve this can feel like the truth but like what does it mean to deserve something who decides that Right? Like someone else, if you're feeling like an imposter, someone else likely told you you did deserve something and you don't believe them. Right? So they're thinking you do deserve it. You think you don't. 
and everyone else in the world has thoughts and may think you do deserve or don't deserve something and that's also not a problem but every thought that you have is made up and I think it's very important to question all of them what does it mean to be good enough how will you know tangibly how will you know if you've crossed that threshold if you have an answer for it, then it's like an okay thing to use, I think. Um, but usually people don't have an answer for it. Usually people are like, oh, I'm just not good enough. I ask, well, what does good enough mean? Like, I mean, you know, once I'll, uh, I get this thing or that thing, then I'll be good enough and then I'll feel good enough. And usually, this is not how it works. And if that's how it worked, then no one would be feeling imposter syndrome because they got the thing. If they're feeling like an imposter, they're doing a job they feel like they shouldn't be. Right? And so, so important to call your brain on its made-up stuff. It's not bad that it's made up. It's just good to notice. Most of the thoughts that are causing this imposter syndrome are not nice. They're not nice to you, right? And what we're doing was we're just gathering information about what our brain thinks. We can choose to think different things. Like, and I'll I'll give you an example later about what my brain throws at me and how I deal with it. And I'll tell you too. But I want to gather information about what automatically my brain thinks is like a good idea to throw my way. And I want you to think about your brain as an organ in your body, because it is. And it's helping you survive just like your liver or your stomach or your kidneys, right? But those organs don't have thoughts. They don't produce thoughts, right? So trying to keep you safe is your brain's main function i also apologize for the sirens but i live in new york city and this is what you get (laughs) so when you think about your brain as an organ then your thoughts are functional your emotions are functional if you think about why embarrassment and rejection feel so bad it's because that if we were rejected from our group of people, of hunter-gatherers, of that's how we survived in groups of people that was imperative, then we would die alone in the forest and be eaten by a bear. Because like 10 humans and one bear, humans can win. One bear, one human, we know how that goes, right? So your brain literally thinks if you are risking rejection, you are risking death. I want you to think about that. So if you think that someone's going to find you out, it makes sense that your brain's going to spiral in this way that's going to make you even more paranoid. That that's going to happen. You're going to be rejected, which feels like death. And what you're really afraid of is the emotion of not doing something right because you don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be rejected. So this is the same if you put yourself there in an audition or in a lesson or in a performance. This, this is why sometimes it feels like life or death, why it's so much pressure 
on top of whatever other pressures you're putting on yourself or your teacher is putting on yourself or whatever the circumstances. Your brain wants to be part of the group. The reason that I'm talking about this is because when you're thinking you're an imposter, you think you don't belong. And once again, I would question, what does it mean to belong? Because you can just decide that you belong and you, and you do. There's no sort of criteria unless you, and if you're already in that position, usually if you're feeling imposter syndrome, you're like, oh, I don't deserve this. I don't, I'm like in this place where I don't feel like I can fill, f- fulfill my duties or I can't do this to the extent that people want me to or I shouldn't be here or I don't deserve this or they made a mistake, they just felt bad for me. That's why they gave me this thing, right? So your brain is trying to convince you that you need to be in the group and if you have this fundamental belief that you're not good enough or you don't deserve to be here then that is what is causing this kind of misery right it does feel miserable to feel like a fraud but what is a fraud i like to think of everyone just like kind of doing their best and we all just do our best in every case even if we know we could have done more that was the best we could do that day or that hour or whatever it was I really want to come back to the idea that the thoughts that your brain is telling you aren't true like what if it's true that you just can't see that you're qualified. Your brain's just been trained so much in the other direction that you just can't see it yet. What if that was true? Probably is. Or like, what if it was true that all the things people reassure you about that you are good enough, that people do like you, that people do think you can do this and you don't believe them? What if your brain just can't see it yet? And what if it actually is true? all those things that other people think. Now, I think it's really important to purge these negative thoughts. If you are accustomed to trash talking yourself, and believe me, I was like the queen of trash talking myself. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I, oh my, it still happens. To be honest, I'm going to share a few things with you, I think, in my journal that I did write down the other day because I I woke up so anxious and I felt so terrible that I just needed to get all these thoughts out. I was like, if I'm being truly honest with myself, why do I feel like this? And this is what I came up with. This was my trash talk from like, I think it was yesterday. It's my brain trash. Um, you're lucky your partner likes you at all. Oh, these are hard to read. Um, you can't even write a social media post in one day. You're so lazy. 
You're so irresponsible. I can't believe how little you've done for this thing. Like, aren't you supposed to know better as a coach? (laughs) I love this one. (laughs) Winning mindset, my ass. (laughs) I said that to myself. (laughs) Um, And then, like, all of these different goals I have... I was like, oh, you're just like trying to compensate for how lazy you are by setting all these big goals. I'm like terrorizing myself. And I don't know if this happens to anyone else. Those seem harsh. It's not even the harshest ones because I'm not going to read those out loud. But that's just a taste of like real time things. I was believing in the morning when I woke up. I was like, then of course I like got on my phone, I scrolled through social media, all these thoughts got worse, comparing myself to everybody, and then I was like, I need to stop. I need to just write all this stuff down. I need to take out my brain trash. That's what I had to do. That's what I call this. If you're trash talking yourself, take out your brain trash immediately. If it builds up, and it does, it's a maintenance thing, right? It's not that you just do it once and you, oh, I never have those thoughts again. It's like, no, trash builds up and you take it out. That's what's so essential. As soon as I wrote all this stuff down, I felt immediately better. I left it. I fell back asleep. I woke up again and read it and was like, what the heck? That was so mean. And I can like laugh about it now, but I was in that. I was believing I was like a irresponsible pos like i really thought that it's wild to me that we can go from one to the next just because of how we're thinking i think it's probably because of a dream i had to be honest with you that i was like in that state but still it's so crazy what your brain comes up with now i know i'm not irresponsible i know that I'm not all the ugly, terrible things that my brain told me I was that morning, yesterday morning. But I needed to separate it from my brain. I needed to get distance from it. And if you come back 20 minutes later, read, read your brain trash, you're like, what the heck was I thinking? Oh my gosh, it's nuts, right? It's like having to say it out loud. And that's even harder. You could even have like a brain trash journal. Highly recommend it. I just write brain trash when I'm about to brain dump in my journal because my journal is chaotic and I use it for like everything. But you can do whatever you want. There's no rules. You can burn the trash. You can literally throw away your paper after you write the stuff down you could burn it you could do whatever you want with it right but just let yourself purge the thoughts write them down give it 15 20 minutes do something else come back read it if you still are in it and believe it pick up that piece of paper and read it as if you just found it on the ground. How is that person feeling if you read that? How is that person feeling? It's really 
important to gain some compassion because your brain made that crap up. You didn't. You didn't decide those thoughts. You didn't say, hmm, I'm going to intentionally pick this thought that makes me feel like garbage. No, right? <laughs> like you are not the one that picked them. So you can be the one to not believe them. I, I mean, I think one of the best sayings is don't believe everything you think. Be skeptical. Like, oh my gosh, am I really worthless? Am I? Is that true? It's like, no, of course it's not true. If you think about it for two seconds, if you write it down, get some distance, look at it again, be like, oh, that's harsh. I don't think that's totally true. It's definitely worth something to someone. And me in particular, you know, my lungs breathe, I'm alive. That's worth something. So that's just what I want you to think about. Throw away your brain trash onto a piece of paper and really start to notice the negative thoughts because that's what's creating your negative feelings. And you don't have to get rid of them, but you also don't have to believe them. So next time, we're going to talk about different people's takes on imposter syndrome and I can't wait to talk about all of it. If you're feeling all of these feelings like inadequacy, insecurity, fraudulence, unworthiness, know you're not alone that this is really common and there's a way out. So I hope you all have a beautiful week. If you're interested in taking this work further, I have a one-on-one coaching program that will help you get into the mindset of your dreams. If this episode resonated with you, I highly recommend booking a free discovery call with me. It's an hour on Zoom where we discuss where you are, where you want to be, and we talk about how mindset coaching can help get you there. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up.